Talks. I'm your host, Jude, as always. And the NFL season is happening. We live in a world where players retire at halftime, where Ryan Fitzpatrick could be our MVP, but we're not here to talk about either of those two situations. Today, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Now, everybody knows the Dallas Cowboys are, of course, America's team. And yes, they would like to think that they're America's team, but right now, they don't show that they could be America's team. Let's start off with just how they're doing this season. Right now, the Cowboys are 1-2 and two in the first three weeks of the NFL season. Uh, they're right now third in the NFC East. They're right behind Washington. and Washington and the Phillies basically tied, so right behind Washington and Philly. And last time they started 1-2 and two was in 2010, and the quarterback wasn't even Dak Prescott. It was Tony Romo. They finished this season off being... Six and ten, third in the NFC East. So if history, like I said in one of my previous podcasts, if it repeats itself, they could be looking at a under five hundred, a below under 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 five hundred season. But the real question is not trouble; it's who do we blame? Do we blame the head coach and offensive coordinator and Scott Lenahan and Jason Garrett, or do we blame the quarterback who's on the field and throwing the football, Dak Prescott? Let's start off with why you might want to blame the head coach, because I think this is a very important side. Obviously, the head coach and offensive coordinator have very predictable play calling. Now, I will say most of this is with the offensive coordinator and Scott Lenahan, but some of these do have to relate a little bit to Jason. Predictable play calling, that's Scott Lenahan. I think his play calling is way too predictable. I mean, yes, they beat New York, but New York is not that good of a team. Now, I will get into the reasons why the Cowboys are looking good. But right now, way too predictable play con. I mean, you know that you you could tell when they're going to run the ball. I mean, they have these formations where they have one receiver out. Then they'll have literally eight guys on the line, have Zeke. Oh, what are they going to do? They're not going to throw it to the receiver. They don't have a number one receiver. Okay, that is why the play con is way too predictable. It's just like unbelievably too predictable. The next thing is, and this is for both of them, is they don't take risks. There was a play, yes, I will say, that Dak Prescott in the New York game where he threw a 65-yard bomb to Tavon Austin. Let's see more of that. I mean, okay, yes, Dak Prescott sent a statement to um, Landon Collins, look, I can throw the football, but we want to see more of it. Don't do one play. And also, don't do it. I noticed that I feel like he's done good when he's had somebody, like, talk trash to him. Forget people talking trash to you. you. This is the NFL. I don't care about people talking trash. You're going to have to take criticism. And I don't want one play, oh, 64-yard bumps, and then we, like, get, like, two-yard passes. Unacceptable. It is – no, it's more than unacceptable. It's just disappointing. I mean, you can't throw the ball once and be like, okay, I'm good. No, you have to throw repetitive times. Now, you don't always have to throw 64-yard bumps, but throw the ball. Don't just do one, two, three, four, and then – I mean, the, another thing is run slants. Throw slants. Those can get you yards. I just think the Cowboys, they'll take one big play. They'll be like, okay, we don't need to run another big play. Run another big play. You saw they went against Seattle. Seattle doesn't have a secondary. Take advantage of that. Throw it deep. Okay, they have Earl Thomas, but Earl Thomas can't play 11 single, every single position on the defense. So you can afford to throw it deep. I just think it's absurd that they, they, that they do one play and they're like, okay, Dak Prescott, you're good. No, that's not how it works. The next thing is, I don't think that the offensive coordinator, especially Scott Lanahan, really understands, you know, coverages. Because there is many times where 
They're running weird plays that you just don't run on man. They don't work. They ran a screenplay on man. That's not going to work. The linebacker is going to come down, take out the the running back. I, I don't understand that. I don't think he understands the coverage. And the last thing, and I'm going to contribute this to both Dak Prescott and um, offense coordinator. Let Dak, if he sees something, let him make the call. And on Dak's side, Dak, if you see something that you don't like, make the call. Listen, you're a big boy now. I'm not even a big boy. You are over 21. You can drink. You are a grown man. Make some calls, okay? Don't have your t- coach always bossing you around. Now, of course, if they sell you something and you really think it's going to work, do it. But if you don't believe and you see the coverage, I mean, as an NFL quarterback, you should know coverages. You read that coverage, you're like, okay, it's not going to work. Let's call an audible or something. I think that's something that they need to allow him to do more, and that's what Dak Prescott, if you want to be a leader, take charge, okay? Don't listen to every single thing the coach says. You listen to that, then you're just their puppet. So I really think that Dak Prescott and both – Coaching need to let more freedom. Dak Prescott, you just need to, you just need to, you know, be yourself. The next thing for Dak is he's not had a good year. He's thrown for less than 500 yards, um, two touchdowns. He has a completion percentage of 61.4 and has thrown two interceptions. This is the thing that challenges me, and I- I'm going to tell you why. Dak Prescott in the first three games has been sacked 11 times. Yeah, that is a lot of times, okay? Um, in 2017, last year, in his first four in his first three games, he was sacked only four times, which was basically a third of how many times he's been sacked. Now, I will say Travis Frederick has been a very big loss. Of course, his injury or disease that he's got is a big loss. And I mean, all prayers go to him. I don't want him to come back immediately and then, you know, hurt it again. But speedy recovery, but I think the loss of Travis Frederick has really showed, and I think I'll talk about this at the very end, but I don't know if Dak is the guy. I mean, there are still so many question marks around, and inconsistency is the biggest word I have with Dak Prescott. In-kin, inconsistency. Inconsistency. I think that's the biggest problem with Dak Prescott. He's not able he have one good game, and then the other game is just like, oh, okay, three interceptions or whatever, and he comes back, scores. Listen, you can't go 8-8, eight and eight, okay? Cowboy fans have experienced the three years of going 8-8. Eight and eight. This is your time to shine. You have a young team. You got, a, you got underrated receivers. Show them what you can be. You're going against Detroit this week. I hope I hope Dak Prescott listens to this podcast and I hope he gets motivated to make himself look good, throw the ball, do what he wants. Now, the last three games have been very disappointing. Obviously, Carolina was a loss. The Giants, I mean, they squeaked themselves out of that. And the Carolina, it was just upsetting. But I will say, Jerry Jones, I think, is the real problem. Jerry Jones isn't have the guts to fire his head coaches. Fire your head coaches. I don't care if he's your best friend. Sometimes you got to make those moves. This is a national, uh, this is a national thing. So many people watch it. And Cowboy fans watch their team. They don't want to get tired of another... Oh, look, we lose. Oh, look, we win. Oh, no, look, we lose. That's just not fun, okay? You got to make it predictable. Look, we're going to go in this. We're going to try to win. We're going to try to win. It doesn't look like they want to win. It doesn't. It just seems like, oh, look, we're just here to have fun. No, yes, you can have fun, but you want to win. You want to win the Super Bowl. That's the greatest achievement in the NFL besides besides getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. I will say the upside, and this is a huge upside, is the Dallas defense has looked incredible. I will just say, that is a huge upside. I'm telling you, if this offense can get it together, this is a dangerous team. 
I'm not I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but if they squeak into this playoffs with this type of defense, oh, we could be in a ride for the Dallas Cowboys. But that offense has to step the hell up because if the, I mean if this, if the offense doesn't step up, then you're just going to have a pathetic defense trying to work it. And yes, you can say that they weren't that good, but when you're on the field for like 75% of the game, it, I mean, you get tired. And the last thing is Zeke is balling. I mean, I mean, yes, the offense hasn't done anything, but Zeke is just balling. I mean, 274 yards ties the NFL for most rushing yards in the NFL. Without further ado, guys, I'm your host, Jude, and until next time, signing up.